0: Okay. Is this thing on? (laughs) Praise the Lord. Amen. Good evening, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Wednesday night Bible study. Uh, We continue to come to you. How are we coming? Live. Live. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) I need help with things like that from time to time. Praise God. But um, Bible study tonight. Amen. We study the show ourselves approved unto God workmen that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth with the help of the Holy Ghost amen who leads us and guides us into all truth I pray that God is blessing you on this week he's continuing to keep you prosper you and show himself faithful in your life amen and also pray that you are continuing to walk with him by faith and not by sight Amen. Because God Amen. is faithful. What He has promised, He is able also to perform. Amen. And so we praise God for that. Amen. Um, Wednesday night Bible study. A um, lot to cover. I don't know where we're going to start. <laughs> praise God. Uh, just relying on the Lord. But I do, um, you know, I do believe in my spirit that God wants us to, to talk about something tonight that. Um, is important for us as people of God Um, something for us that's important for us to keep in our mind and in our hearts and to remember and to walk in it Um, and I believe it will keep us filled with hope it will increase our level of expectation um, and it will prevent us I believe from uh, being discouraged and getting down uh, as we walk through this thing (laughs) called life. Amen. Um, life is something. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, and the older you get, the more you appreciate <laughs> the truth of that statement. Amen. Life Amen. is something. Praise Amen. God. But our God, <laughs> glory to God, is something else. And so we know that we have more than we need to deal with this thing called life. Um, why do we do this? Why don't we turn to John chapter 17 um, and look at the Word of God there. Um, We're going to look at one scripture to start with. Um, And after John 17, if you want to prepare, um, we'll take a, a look at Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 26. So we're going to start in John 17, 17. And then we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26. And I believe what God wants to share with us tonight, and what He has impressed upon my heart to share is a truth. And that is that uh, that we are set apart. And so if you can get two words in your head and your heart tonight, get the words set apart. Amen. amen. In your head and in your heart, because that's what you are as a child of God. You are set apart. Um, as a child of God, I'm set apart. As children of God, we are set apart um, by by the Lord. And we're going to look at this tonight Beginning in John 17, 17. And again, we're going to go over to Ephesians um, chapter 5. We're going to look at verse number 26. Uh, beginning at verse 26. Uh, let's pray tonight first. Amen. Praise God. Father, we bless you right now. We thank yes, you, God. Father. Glory to God. We yes. thank you for the opportunity to, to come to your word and to be yes, taught Father. the word of God. You, Father Jesus. God, your word is a lamp unto our feet light into our path. You guide us and you direct us by your spirit into truth. The truth that makes us free. And Father, we just bless you and we thank you for yes, another opportunity, uh, O God, you, to learn and to grow according to the things of God. Father God, we just yield to you right now. We humble ourselves under your hand, O God. And Father, I just decrease in your sight that you may increase in the sight of your people. Yes, Father, Father, I just pray that you word my mouth and that, Father, I will speak forth those excellent things that you have shared. And Father, may you be glorified through it all. We bless you. We praise you for it now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, so we're talking about being set apart. Let's look at John 17 and 17 together. Amen. Uh, It says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Amen. And this is Jesus in John 17 praying unto the Father. Um, Many people call this the Lord's Prayer where Jesus prayed for himself. He prayed for his disciples, his present disciples at this time. And then he prayed for those, um, as he says in verse 20, for them that will believe on him through the word of the disciples and the teaching of the disciples. So he was praying for us as well. Um, but I believe he was praying for us in both places. Amen. As he prayed for the disciples, amen, we're disciples of Christ as well. Amen. amen. We're disciples of Christ. We're taught of the Lord and we're obedient unto his his will. Amen. Amen. Uh, You may not feel that way, but we confess it. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I may not feel that way sometimes, but we confess it. Amen. Amen. Um, uh, It's a faith thing. Praise God. Um, So John 17, 17, though, says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And, you know, we're going to just jump right into that word sanctify. Because, you know, we hear that word often if you go to church. Mm. And, and quite frankly, before I went to church and even outside of church, I can tell you this. I don't hear that word. Amen. Amen. I mean, that that's, that's a word that seems to be something we use in church and in church only. And I think like some terms that are often used in the church, um, There's a tendency for them to be misused or, at the very least, misunderstood. Yes. yes. And, you know, you hear people talking about, I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and that with a mighty burning fire. And, you know, sometimes we get this idea of, you know, that this is something that is so special that only certain people have. And what does Mm -hmm. it mean to be sanctified? Um, But listen, let's just get right to the chase. To be sanctified means to be set apart. Right. Right. To be holy means that you're set apart. It doesn't mean that you walk around and and you have airs about yourself. It doesn't mean that you have on a long dress and a big hat. It doesn't mean (laughs) that if you're a man that you have on an oversized three-piece suit, pinstriped of course, and in bright colors. (laughs) It it doesn't mean that. That doesn't, right? right? To be sanctified means that you're set apart. Mm -hmm. That you're set apart. Um, you can almost spell the word "separate from the right. word set apart mm-hmm. it means you 're separated separated from what you 're separated from this world you 're separated from this mm-hmm. present world um, in in you know in jesus 's prayer here here you know this is where we get this notion as well of that we 're in this world but we 're not of this world mm-hmm. you know it, when he was praying here. For his disciples, he says in verse 15, I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil. And then he says, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. And so we get that, right? Where we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Why? Because we're set apart. But how are you set apart? Are you set apart because of the way you dress? No. Are you set apart because of how long you've been saved? Absolutely not. Are you set apart because somehow you never sinned? Okay. We know that's not the case, right? Mm-hmm. That's not what sets us apart. We're not set apart because of anything that you're doing or I'm doing. We're set apart because God has set us apart. And how has he done it? Well, let's look at, 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 at uh, John 17 and 17 again. It says, sanctify them, or what? Set them apart. How? Through or by your truth. Mm -hmm. And then it says, thy word is truth. Mm -hmm. So how we set apart is clear. We're set apart by what? By the The word word. of God. Mm -hmm. That's what sets us apart. It's not because we're good little Christians. It's not because of anything that we've done, how much we've given to the church, how many ministries we're involved in, uh, you know, how many, you know, we can, you know, Speak in Greek and in Hebrew or any Amen. of those things. That's not what it is. Mm. What sets us apart, what sets you apart, is the Word of God. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now yes. let's let's take a look in Ephesians uh, chapter five. Ephesians chapter five, and we and let's look at um, verse twenty-five, and Ooh. then we'll go to verse twenty-six. It says, "Husbands, love your wives." Yes. <laughs> Even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he, Christ, might sanctify and cleanse it. Cleanse what? The church. Sanctify and cleanse it. How? With the water, with the washing of the water by the word. So once again, we see a link between sanctified, being sanctified and that taking place by the word yes so it's the word that sanctifies us so let's get out of our heads you know for those who maybe were too afraid to ask or maybe all this time thought that people who were sanctified were somehow you know went through sanctified school (laughs) or something like that it's not that (laughs) it's 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 because the word of god sanctifies us Mm -hmm. you and i are sanctified which means we're separated and we're separated by the word of God. Yes. Amen. So that becomes clear. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. So what does that mean? That means then that you and I uh, don't have the world's testimony. Right. Right. Because we're separated from that. We're set apart from that. Right. And so when we hear things that are going on in society, when we hear things that are going on in the world, when we hear things that are going on in the economy... On a, on a real level, we have to say to ourselves, what does that have to do with me? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're set apart from that. Amen. You're set apart from that. And you say, well, I don't feel set apart. Again, this is not about how you feel. This is not about how I feel. This is a faith thing. Mm-hmm. Because we're set apart by the Word, right? Yes. And and what happens? Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by what? The by word. the Word. Mm-hmm. So you're set apart by the Word, That, by definition, means it's a faith thing. It's not a feeling thing. Right. So it's not about if you feel set apart or if I feel set apart. It's a faith thing. And by faith, we have to believe it and we have to lay claim to this truth that we're set apart. Absolutely. We're set apart, again, not because of anything you or I have done, Mm -hmm. but by the Word of God. Yeah. How important is that? Right about now in these days, when people are trying to say unto everybody what situation Mm -hmm. we're in, Mm -hmm. what situation you're in, telling you how much the struggle is going to be. You're set apart. Amen. I'm set apart. And and, and I'm set apart by the word of God. Again, and that's something to be thankful for, not to be boastful about Mm -hmm. because it's not our doing. As the psalmist said, it is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous Marvelous. in my eyes. Praise God. Amen. It's the Lord's doing. God, through his love, his grace, his compassion, his mercy, his goodness, his kindness, has set us apart from this world. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, uh, as we said, it's a a faith thing. And and how does he do it? He, He does it by the word. Let's, let's look at a couple of things, um, going back to the book of Exodus. And um, let's look at chapter 8. Um, in chapter 8, and we're going to begin reading at verse 20. Um, this is, as you know, uh, God sent Moses to go to Pharaoh to tell him, let my people go. Mm -hmm. And Pharaoh wouldn't listen. And so God began to send plagues on the land of Egypt. And uh, in verse 20, uh, we we get into one of those plagues, which was a swarm of flies. So let's take a look at it in verse 20. It says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh, Lo, he cometh forth to the water, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Else, if I will not let my people go, I will send swarms of flies upon thee, and upon thy servants, and upon thy people, and into thy houses, and the houses of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms of flies, and also the ground whereon they are. God said, I'm going to send so many flies, they're going to be flying throughout your whole house. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be flying all through the air. They're going to be on the walls. They're going to be on the ceilings. They're going to be so. They're going to, they'll even be on the floor. Jesus. Where you, where, where you walk. Mm-hmm. They're going to be everywhere you go. Now, but look what he says in verse 22. And I will sever in that day. And depending on what version you have, what version of the Bible you read, you, it, it may actually say, I will set apart. Oh, yeah. Um, the Amplified Version says, But on that day I will sever and set apart. What? He said, I will sever and set apart in that day the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there, to the end that thou mayest know that I am the Lord in the midst of thee, in the midst of the earth. And, I, and look at this, and I will put a division between my people and thy people. Mm. Tomorrow shall this sign be. And then, let's look at the beginning of verse 24. And the Lord did so. <laughs> Praise God. Mm-hmm. You see what God said here? He said, look, I'm going to send flies. If you don't let my people go, I'm going to send flies into all the house of the Egyptians. Swarming with flies. Uh, everywhere you look It's going to be flies. But, I'm going to separate and set apart my people. There will be no swarms of flies in their house. <laughs> right? And I'm going to put a division between my people and your people. And when he said I'm going to do this, tomorrow, no, glory to God, tomorrow. Uh, and it says, and the Lord did so. Mm-hmm. This is an example that God says, listen, what goes on in Egypt, and how many of you know Egypt is symbolic for the world, amen. Uh, what goes on in the world, what goes on in Egypt, and what goes on with my people, they're not necessarily the same thing, amen. amen. Why? Because God says I put a, I, I put a separator between my people. And and, and the people of the world. And again, God loves the world. So it's not about that. But this is about that. If you if you are a child of God, then you are guided by the word of God. You live by the word of God. Right. Man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You believe in the word of God because Jesus is the word. Amen. Amen. And you put your faith in Jesus. So your life is governed by the word. And what sets you apart? We saw it in John 17, 17. You are set apart by what? The word of God. So you're set apart. Uh, And so here we see that there was a separation. And we just want to get this visual in our in, in our spirit right? That God is serious about this thing when he says you're set apart. Yes, uh, We shouldn't receive the teaching of John seventeen seventeen 17 and Ephesians 5 and 26 that tells us that the word sets us apart and then believe we're in the same situation as everybody else. Yes. Right. See, that's what gets us into a trap that we don't belong in. Right. When God says, I've set you apart, God forbid we now say, no, 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 I'm still part of the same, of, of of the general situation, the general mess that everything, everybody else is going through. You're not, you're a child of God, glory to yeah. God. And God says, I will, I, I, I set, I, I set you apart. Now let's, let's look a little bit more because we see this even in in Exodus chapter nine with the plague on the cattle. And I love this one. Let's look at it in verse 1 of Exodus chapter 9. It says, Then the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh and tell him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, Let my people go, that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let them go and will hold them still, Behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thy cattle which is in the field, upon the horses, upon the donkeys, upon the camels, upon the oxen, upon the sheep. There shall be a very grievous moraine. There's going to be, uh, be a severe plague. And the Lord shall sever, there's that word again, and the Lord shall sever between the cattle of Israel and the cattle of Egypt, and there shall nothing die of all that is the children of Israel. Mm. And the Lord appointed a that time. And what time was that? Tomorrow. tomorrow. See, some of us got to get this in our spirit. God wants to do something for you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. God wants to do some things for you. You've been waiting on for a long time, but God's like, I want to do it now. I'll do <laughs> it tomorrow. I mean, he's, he's looking to do some things right now. Yeah, we need to get this yes, in our spirit. Indeed. Amen. God yeah. wants to do some stuff for me right tomorrow. He wants to do some stuff for me tonight. <laughs> amen <laughs> glory to god and the lord said i uh, he, he says uh he appointed a time saying tomorrow and the lord shall do this thing in the land and look at verse six and the lord did that thing on the morrow <laughs> right because god is true amen and all the cattle of egypt died but watch this but of the cattle of the children of israel died not one wow I just love the way that is phrased, amen. Yeah, of yeah. the cattle of the children of Israel died not one. one. There's an emphasis on that, amen. Mm-hmm. Died not one. Don't even even look, amen. All the Egyptians, their cattle died, yeah. but children of Israel died not one. Wow. He protected everyone. It's sort of how Jesus said, listen, no man plucks, you know, those you gave me, Father, no man plucks them out of my hand. Mm-hmm. Amen. Died. Not one. one. In verse 7, and Pharaoh sent, and behold, there was not one of the cattle of the Israelites dead. Because he couldn't even believe it. Amen. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to know what happened to their cattle. Mm -hmm. Well, when he sent and found out, died not one. And the heart of Pharaoh was hardened. And so we see here with flies, with cattle. Um, If you go a little bit deeper in in chapter 9, there's a plague of hail. And we can look just at one verse here, uh, at verse 26. Uh, there was hail throughout the whole land. Verse 25 says it, it was everywhere, it smote every herb, it broke every tree of the field. But then in verse 26, it says only in the land of Goshen, where the people of Israel lived, the children of Israel, there was no hail. Mm. Again, a separation. We talked about it last week how in um, Exodus chapter 10. When they had that darkness in mm-hmm. Egypt, the darkness that was so heavy you could feel it, remember? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it said what? But in the children of Israel's houses they had light. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's a separation. Yes, it's a separation. Mm-hmm. It's dark over there, but there's light over here. It's hail over there breaking up trees. There's no hail over here breaking up trees. Flies all over the place over there. No flies here. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Cattle dying over there, but what about here? Died not one. Is a separation. And see, listen, if we as people of God have the same testimony of, that the world has, then what, what, why, right, what's the difference? Right. See, God, understand, You see, God wants to demonstrate his goodness in the earth. And the way he demonstrates his goodness in the earth is through his people. Amen. Right? And, Amen. and, and the way he blesses his people. And, you know, he wants to bless us so that we can be a blessing so that others can see his goodness. Right. And he even says, when you do good things, let your light so shine that others may see your good works and do what? Glorify your father that's in heaven. Mm -hmm. See, God knows that it's through his people that others who don't know him yet Mm -hmm. can come Mm -hmm. to know him as a good God because he sees the good things that his children do. Yes. other people see the good things that his children do. Uh, others see how well God takes care of his children. Others see how God blesses his children. And they look and go, wow, that's a good God. That's a mighty God. That's an awesome God. Yes. So he sets us apart not because you and I are somehow deserving of it. We're not. It's because he wants to show this whole earth his goodness. Amen. His grace and mm-hmm. his and his mercy. And so we have to receive this truth that we're set apart. And see what happens sometimes when we talk like this, set apart, you start to go, well, I'm no I'm no more special than anybody else. <laughs> see, it's not about that. Right. See. Mm-hmm. Let's make it real simple. You are who God says you are. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> Amen. (laughs) I am who God says I am. And see, here's the thing. If God says that we're set apart, how dare we say anything else? Amen. Right? How can two walk together except they be agreed? So if God is saying that you're set apart, I'm set apart, we're set apart, we can't walk with God if we're not going to agree with what God says. (laughs) So if God said that I'm set apart, I'm like Mary, be it unto me according to thy word. Amen. Mm -hmm. When Angel Gabriel said you're going to have a a son and you're going to give birth to the son of God, she said, be it unto me. Amen. Amen. According to thy word. She knew I'm set apart. How? Mm -hmm. By the word. Mm -hmm. She understood. She was set apart by the word of God and she was chosen to be the mother of. Of the Son of God, Amen. Amen. Um, and so we have to receive that. Mm-hmm. We have to receive. We receive it by faith. And so don't let the devil, you know, slide up to you and go, "Oh, don't, don't, you know," they're trying to act like you're special. God is no respecter of person. Don't let the devil try that with you. Amen. You just simply say, "Get thee behind me, Satan." If God mm-hmm. said it, that settles it, right? Because the Psalmist says, "Forever, O Lord, thy word." Is settled yeah. in heaven, yeah. amen, and mm-hmm. so it needs to be settled in our hearts as well. Praise yeah. God. Um, okay, so the last place I want to look in Exodus chapter eleven, this is the last plague of you know the the uh, the death of the firstborns. Um, and let's look at verse number six in chapter eleven of Exodus it says, "And there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor shall there be like it anymore. But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast, that ye may know how the Lord does put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the Lord puts a difference between his people and those who aren't his people. Amen. And again, God loves the world. He doesn't want any man to perish. He wants all to, to come to repentance. Amen. Amen. Uh, but, but, but even the, the, the scripture tells us in Romans, it's the goodness of the Lord that leads us to repentance. Right. Praise God. Mm-hmm. And so as he demonstrates his goodness in the earth, in your life, in my life, in other people's lives, and people can see his goodness, it's that that leads them to repentance. And so God says, okay, you're following me. I'm going to set you apart from Mm -hmm. your neighbor, and even from your family members who may not be disciples of Christ yet. Glory to God. Uh, Yet. (laughs) Um, I'm going to set you apart so that others can see my goodness in your life. Mm -hmm. And they'll want to follow me too. They'll want to repent. Repent and come into the household of faith. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so let's not reject this idea of being set apart. That's what the devil wants us to do. He wants you to believe that you're just part of the crowd. Yeah. Right? Part of the crowd. And so when people start talking now as they're doing about the high unemployment rate and the economy this and, you know, all these other things that they want to make seem applies to everybody. hmm if you don't know that you're set apart, you think that applies to you, we too. too. Right. And that's the same way as thinking that the swarm of flies, if you were back then, applied to you. That the plague on cattle applied to you. That the darkness applied to you. But as we saw and we see, there was a difference. Yes. All those things hit Egypt, but they were not Part of the testimony of the children of God. It didn't Amen. apply to them Amen. because God set a difference between them and Egypt. He set them apart. He severed, he there was a there was distinction, glory mm-hmm. to God, between Amen. his people and 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 the people of Egypt. Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're set apart. Praise God. You know, God told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1 and 5. He said, before I formed thee in the belly. I knew thee. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee you. a right. prophet to yes. the nations. Yeah. When he said he did that, he said, I did that long before you got here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Listen, God knew us from the beginning. Amen. And he said, I sanctified you from the beginning. And so, um, and, and, and Jeremiah is one of God's chosen ones. And, and, and this is where we got to follow this as well. Jeremiah is, God, is one of God's chosen ones. Right? He's one of his prophets. Right? Mm-hmm. The Bible says, you know, as we t- learn about the Bible, Jeremiah is a major prophet. Yeah. Amen. Um, but God said, he said, listen, I knew you. I sanctified you. I set you apart. Um, and, and I ordained you. I appointed you to do certain things mm-hmm. long before you got here. Now, some of them say, yeah, but like you said, that's Jeremiah. And he's, he's chosen by God. So are you. Amen. So are you. Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. That's word right there. That's John chapter 15. I think it's verse 16, maybe. But it's in John 15. Mm -hmm. Amen. You didn't choose me. I chose you. And so if Jesus chose you, what does that make you? It makes you chosen. Chosen. (laughs) See, we have to receive this. Amen. Amen. We have to receive this. And again, these are the type of things that, you know, false false humility and false modesty will get us to go, oh, no, no, that's not me. But I'm telling you, if God says a thing and we say anything other than yes, Lord, Lord, it's a sin. Because we're saying that God is wrong and we know better than him. Listen, if God says he chose me, that makes me chosen. If he chose you, that makes you chosen. And so when we look at Jeremiah as a chosen one and God says, I sanctified you, please understand. Amen. You're chosen too. And God has sanctified you. He set you apart. And again, we come back to this right now in particular. There's this groupthink, right? Because people are saying things. We're all in this together. together. Yes. How many times have you heard that over the past few weeks? We're mm-hmm. all in this together. And to a certain extent, yes, we all are in it to the extent that we need to do our part for the safety of other mm-hmm. people. No, no doubt about that. Right. But don't take that too far to then believe that the other things they're saying about we all are this and we all are that. You got to, whoa, 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 wait a minute now. <laughs> right. See, mm-hmm. because, see, you, you're you a covenant person. That's see, right. David understood. He was a covenant person. That's Amen. why he said, who's this Goliath who's going to come against me, this uncircumcised? Philistine?" Amen. He understood something. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between me and him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Amen. David knew he was set apart. I have a covenant. This big old giant doesn't. <laughs> Mm, jesus right we can't we can't get lumped in with everybody else that's right that's what the devil wants you to do he wants you to believe that your fate your destiny your testimony is the same as everybody else's and and god sent me here to tell you tonight it's not why Why? (laughs) because you are set apart Apart. amen how by the word of god Amen. amen so let's think about this for a second so the economy. People want to tell you about the economy and, and, and unemployment rates and all of that. Listen, you set apart by the word of God. Right? Mm-hmm. The, the word of God says that in Isaiah 48 and 17, he says, he says, I'm the Lord, I'm the Lord thy God. I teach you how to profit, and I lead you in the way that you should go. Amen. So you know what that means? If God teaches you how to profit. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and lead you in the way that you should go. How many of you know, it doesn't matter what's going on in the economy. Amen. God can teach you how to prosper in a drought. Yes, He can. God can teach you how to, glory to God. God can teach you how to prosper in the midst of a famine. In fact, in Genesis chapter 26, glory to God for this. um, Isaac, Isaac wanted to go down to Egypt. And In verse 2 of Genesis 26, it said, The Lord appeared to him and told him, uh, Go not down to Egypt. Dwell in the land that I shall shall tell thee of. And so he told him, Don't go down to Egypt. And in verse 6 it said, And Isaac dwelt in Gerar. So Isaac didn't go down to Egypt. Um, but also, too, if you see in verse 1, it says there was a famine in the land at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's why Isaac wanted to leave. Right. <laughs> I got to mm-hmm. get out of here. There's a famine in the land. Sort of like I got to get out of here. There's unemployment. I got to get out of here. There's no job. I got to <laughs> get out of here. There's no money. I got to get out of here. There's a famine. Right? Mm-hmm. And God said, no, you don't got to get out of here. You stay right here. Mm-hmm. And so Isaac stayed. And look what it says in verse 12, because he didn't just stay. It says, Then Isaac sowed in that land. See, sometimes we just stay and we don't do anything. (laughs) Oh, God. Amen. Mm -hmm. You can't stay and sulk. You can't stay and cry. You can't stay and complain. If you're going to stay, you need to sow. Amen. Amen? Because whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also also reap. reap. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Amen. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest will never cease. What's all that? The word that's what sets that's what sets us apart. Amen. Glory to God. So look at this. It says then Isaac sowed in the land. Glory to God, and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Wow. In the midst of a famine. Mm-hmm. Why? Because God taught him out a profit. You don't need to go down to Egypt to get you know to to get your needs met. Stay right here, and he stayed here. He sowed. In the midst of a famine, and what happened to him? He received, and the Lord blessed him. And in verse 13, it says, And he waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. Amen. 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 And so God teaches us. And so this economy doesn't tell us what's, what's going on. Let there be a famine. You know, in Jeremiah 17, it talks about the man that trusts God. Jeremiah 17, in verse 7, it says, Blessed is the man that trusts the Lord. Do you trust the Lord? Mm. Then what does the Word say? It says you're blessed. If I trust the Lord, it says I'm blessed. Blessed is the man that trusts the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. So if your hope is in God and my hope is in God, our trust is in God, the Word says you and I are blessed. Mm -hmm. And look what it says. For he shall not, he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreads out her roots by the river and shall not see or fear when heat comes but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful or anxious in the year of drought mm-hmm. neither shall cease from yielding fruit you see what this tree this is a the the, the, the person who trusts god Who fears God? Whose hope is in God? Doesn't matter if there's a famine. Doesn't matter if the Dow Jones Industrial Average has dropped. (laughs) Amen. 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 It doesn't matter. You can look at that and have no fear. You can you can look at that and be not anxious. Why? Because your leaf is not going to wither. It's always going to be green. And you're never going to stop yielding fruit. Amen. Why? Because you're set apart from the, from the economy. You're set apart from the, from the conditions, the external conditions. Why? Because Absolutely. you're a child of God. Amen. Amen. And it's the same thing with our standing in society. Do you know that <coughs> this society can't determine who you are as a child of God? You have a blessing of Abraham on your life. God said, I'll make your name great. Right. God will do that, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to worry about people. This is the thing. Praise God for social media. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but come on. Listen, you only need one like. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to free somebody tonight. You only need one like. Amen. You don't need a whole bunch of likes. You need one like. Amen. Amen. You need God to like you. Amen. There's a song by Fred Hammond. I think it's called "Simply Put." And when he sings, he says, "Listen." He says, "He said all I need to know." He said, "He said I want to know that you love me, that you like me, and that I am yours." Mm. And that idea of of God liking you. See, we know God loves us, but you need to understand something. God likes you too. Amen. Amen. And that's the only like. <laughs> You need, Amen. you don't need all these other people who like you today, but don't, who like can't, it don't like you tomorrow. Amen. Amen. You need, you need, glory to God, you need one like. And, and if you know that God likes you, that lifts your standing. Amen. You, you don't have to worry about trying to be a social media star or a star in social circles or anything like that. Listen, David said that God prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and he anointes my head with oil. Yes. I don't think a lot of us understand what that means. To have your head anointed with oil is that you are treated like an honored guest. Yes. See, okay. God anoints your head with oil. Mm. You remember when Jesus went to Simon's house and the woman came in who was who was guilty of many sins and she poured oil on him and she cried on his feet and washed her his uh, dried um, his feet with her hair. He said to he said he said Simon I got something to say to you. <laughs> he said he said I came in your house and you didn't give me any water for my feet but this woman has continually washed my feet with her tears. You, you know, you didn't give me anything. You didn't give me a kiss, but she's kissed my feet ever since I got here. Mm -hmm. And then he said, and you didn't anoint my head with oil, Mm -hmm. but she's anointed my feet. What was he saying? He said you didn't even treat me like an honored guest. Mm -hmm. But I want you to know, God treats you like an honored guest. He anoints your head with oil. Amen. God said that He will set you on high because you know His name. Mm -hmm. Right, and so. God will lift us up in society, in social circles and all the rest of that. You don't need all the likes on social media to get lifted up. Promotion doesn't come from the east, the west, or the south, but God is the judge. He sets up one and he puts down another. And God said, if you humble yourself under my hand, I will exalt you in due time. That's the word of God. You're set apart by that. So you don't need to get all these likes and all this get one like amen if i can get one like if god gives me one thumbs up i'm good amen, amen. Glory to God, amen um so listen we're 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 set apart amen we're, we're we're set apart the economy doesn't define where we're going amen societal norms don't right the doctor's report doesn't doesn't decide it amen mm-hmm. we know by the stripes of jesus we heal that's the word that separates us you know, God says, I will restore health unto thee mm-hmm. and heal thee of thy wounds. That's the word of God. Amen. That's what we have. That's, that's what that's what makes you different. That's what sets you apart. That's Amen. what causes a distinction. Don't disregard that and then just be like everybody else. When God says, no, i set you apart. Yes. Amen. I've set you apart. Now, we're going to get ready to get on up out of here, but I do have to say this. It's great to hear this. But how do you live it out? Well, let's go back to what Jesus said in John 17, 17. He said, as he prayed unto the Father, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. It's, truth. Mm-hmm. it's the word that sanctifies us. And remember we said earlier, this is not a feel thing, it's a faith thing. Right. But faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And if you notice tonight, as we've been talking about this, it hasn't been opinions offered to you. It's been the Word. Exactly. We've been all through the Word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. And we've been talking about how, what the Word says about us and how right. it separates us. Mm-hmm. But now that Word has to get into your hearing. right? It comes by hearing and hearing, hearing and hearing. You've got to keep hearing that. You've got to right. study it. You've got to let it get inside of you. And then here's the other thing you've got to do. You've got to fight for it. Mm-hmm. Because the enemy is going to try to take it from you. Amen. But the Bible lets us know that, you know, that we ought to fight the good fight of faith. Faith is a fight. Amen. Amen. And so we're going to have to fight. The Bible says we contend for the faith. It's a struggle. It's mm-hmm. a fight. And so, yeah, the preacher can come and share these things and say, oh, we're set apart. We're set apart. We're set apart. Yeah, that's fine. But the devil's going to come and go, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And now you guys got to decide what you're going to do. Contend right. for the faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Because understand, it's that word that is the basis of your faith that actually is the separator. Amen? And if, and if the devil can steal that word out of your heart, he can steal the faith out of your heart, and he removes the, the very thing that makes you set apart for God. Amen? Amen. Amen. So fight for the faith. Before we came here, I asked I asked my wife, I said, where in the Bible does it say that God is a man of war? Mm-hmm. Amen. And we found it in Exodus 15 and 3, mm-hmm. right? That God is a man of war. Um, and we know from... Uh, the book of Ephesians, it says that we are to be imitators of God as dear children. Yes. Glory to God. So if our God is a man of war, then you imitate him. Amen. Don't be cowering on the side and everything else. Amen. Stand up. Amen. Stronger, Lord, and the power of his might. Stand up as more than the conqueror. Stand up as the one. Greater is he who is in me than he is in the world. And fight. Amen. Because your very future and your destiny is on the line. Amen. But Uh, Just please know, amen, that you're set apart. Amen. And so all these things are being said these days and as you go forward, amen. The world's testimony is not yours. Aren't you glad about it? Amen. Amen. Um, But we're set apart by the Word. So whenever you feel that you're in the same boat as everybody else, whatever that situation may be, go to the Word. Find the Word that tells you what your destiny is. Amen. Amen. And understand Just like the hail and the flies and 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 the and the darkness and all those other things didn't apply to God's people back then. There's a whole bunch of darkness and other things going on today that don't apply to you either. Praise be unto God. Oh, right. Because you're set apart. You're a sanctified one. And um you should be glad about it and Amen. be willing to fight for it. Amen. 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 Praise, Praise the, the name of the Lord. Set apart. Sanctify in the name of Jesus. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless you. Yes. Glory Father, to God. Thank, thank you, God. you, Jesus. Thank we you just God. thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank yes, you, God, Lord, that you, you have set Jesus. us apart. Glory to God. You yeah. set us apart by your word. You've separated us. You've caused a line of distinction and, and separation, oh God. Yes, Father. And Father God, help us to understand, Lord, that you have a destiny, a plan and a purpose for us. Yes. And Father, Father God, that the testimony of this world is not our testimony, O God. Father God, we just thank thank you you right now, O God, that that you are on our side. And the word says, if God be for us, glory to God, who can be against us? And so, Father God, we thank you, God, as we go forward in faith, contending for the faith and believing by faith in the Son of God, that, Lord, you have separated us, you have ordained us to do great things in the earth, to help advance the kingdom of God and to bring glory to your name. And Father, we pray that as we do that, that, Father, that others will see your goodness at work and that they will glorify you. And, Father, come into, glory to God, the kingdom yes, of God. Yes, Father, we Lord. just bless thank you thank and we you thank, thank you Jesus. right now. Encourage someone's heart tonight. Yes, Lord. Uh, Let thank them know, Jesus. God, that they are separated, that they are set apart. Yes. And that, God, they're just not like everybody else, but that yes. your hand is strong yes. upon you, them. Glory to God. Yes. And that your spirit is on the inside of them. Lift them up, O God, yes. to a higher place, just as you did, John. Come up come up hither and show them your goodness. And, Father, I just yes. thank you, bless you, you and God. praise you for doing it. Now, God, continue to rest. We will abide with us for the rest of this night. Continue to show us your goodness, O God. And, Father, we'll yes. continue. To give you all of the praise father we love you tonight we bless you tonight we honor you tonight in jesus name in jesus name amen 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 glory to god praise the Lord. love you guys praying for you guys continue to pray for us as well amen 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 praise god